Welcome to the first episode of Stay Oriented Podcast. I, I, you know what? I don't, I can't remember our own name for this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we just came reason, up with it. Yeah, I, I keep thinking socially oriented, which doesn't even make any sense. But that's yeah. Like, every time I like try to think of our name, like the logo you created and stuff, like that's what comes up first. My name's Casey. This is my podcast, and I've uh, I am joined by my brother. Uh, we are starting this podcast together. Um, my brother's name is Carrie. And uh, he is a, uh, between him and me, he's the conspiracy theorist. <laughs> ah, geez, thanks for outing me out right now. <laughs> and you're always, yeah. you're always telling me about the latest conspiracy theory um, that's out there. And I thought, you know what? I think you'd be a really cool person to do a podcast with. And I think that's why uh, we're doing this now. Yeah. And then I feel like, you know, we, some, you know, occasionally we talk on the phones and our, our phone call, in, our phone call uh, conversations are really interesting. So... Like yeah, we go, just... we go two hours straight of like just diving into like whatever conspiracy theory yeah. we want. Oh, it's not, always, it's not even, not even a conspiracy. Just, we just talk, you know? Yeah, we talk a lot. Yeah, and yeah, we thought, Casey's you know what? In, uh, Casey's in the LA area. I'm in, you know, the Dallas area. And, you know, we don't get to talk that often. We so, don't. Yeah. We don't. And so, um, yeah, I think this is an awesome way to, for us to talk more often. And then kind of make it like make it a scheduled thing because I guess we're gonna mm -hmm. try and make this podcast a, a weekly happening mm -hmm. uh, if we can. But you know, you got you have your job, I have my job, and we you know we have our own separate family stuff. So we'll try to do this as often as we can. But yeah, uh, it's it's so weird that we plan to do this podcast, and by the time we're ready to do it, it ha also happens to be the first day of Chinese New Year, and uh, as as you can tell, hopefully, from the name of this podcast, Stay Oriented. It's going to be oriented towards the Orient. <laughs> uh, no, it's going to be oriented towards Asian American culture is what it is. And, um, and or I guess Asian American culture and kind of like our, our lens and how we, our lived experience and how we kind of fit into this world. Uh, so, it's not always going to be Asian American centric, I guess. But I guess by virtue of us being Asian American. Yeah, it's like our foundation. A, yeah, there's a component of that in this podcast that you just can't escape. So yeah, so yeah, happy Chinese New Year, Carrie. Yeah, happy Chinese New Year. Uh, was it Gong Hei Fa Choi? Gong Hei Fa Choi. Fa Chai. And then Jok Mun Nam Moi. Those are the only ones I know. I don't know who else celebrates Chinese New Year's. I, Those I are the think only everyone. I know. I, th I think what you're supposed to say now in, in the oh, Happy Lunar New Year. Yes, in the woke yeah. sense, it should be Happy Lunar New Year because you yeah. want it to but, be more but inclusive. But I don't think... I don't think Japanese people uh, celebrate Lunar New Year, right? I think they adopted the Western New Year. I think the whole world adopted the Western New Year. Well, I know. Well, yes, everyone does yes. the countdown on TV with everyone yeah, else. Yeah, but like, I, I, I think like exclusively the Japanese. Like, I don't think they do Lunar New Year. Maybe they don't like the Chinese people. Probably from historical context. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right. I, I don't think well, they celebrate also, in the same sense. Also, like, I think Thai people, Laotian, and Cambodians, they have their own New Year. That's, like, in April, I think. No, well, it's not I, all Asian people that do the Lunar New Year. They have their own thing. You know more than I do. I uh, <laughs> I just stay in my lane of, it's Chinese New Year, and I still call it Chinese New Year, because we yeah. grew up doing Chinese New Year stuff. Like, we grew up, uh, you and I, we both did martial Kung arts, Fu, right? Yeah, Kung Fu, yeah. Uh, line dancing. 
lion dancing. That was yeah. a big, and I mean, that still is. Culturally, it's mm-hmm. a huge part of Chinese culture to bring out the lion dancers, which is like these costumes. If you, if you don't know what it is, it's like this gigantic paper mache, quote unquote, lion head, but mm-hmm. it doesn't Every, look like a lion. Everybody it always mistakes like a, it for a dragon. Yeah, it's like you see the white people and they're like, oh, look at the dragon. Hey, Billy, come look at the dragon. I'm like performing underneath and I can hear them talk and I'm like, it's yeah. a fucking lion. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, to, to, to the com, common person's eyes that doesn't know the culture, yeah, I would, I would assume it'd be a dragon too. I mean, it's got scales, it's got horns. Yeah, uh, I mean, it doesn't look like, like a breach fire. Yeah, it doesn't look like a it doesn't look like a real lion, you know. It's a it's a made up lion that looks like a dragon, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a, a mythical lion. version. It's a mythical take on a lion. Yeah, and the which f- is I think which is which weird. I don't even think there's lions in China. Right? That's what it's I was like, about to say. I was tigers. like tigers. Tigers. Uh, yeah, there's no lions, bears. No, if I, <laughs> there's just tigers. Uh, there's. I don't think there is lions in in. Maybe maybe in like super what do you call it uh, West China like towards like the mountainous regions like bobcats mm. and stuff but like in the in what we think of like culturally Chinese China yeah like I think it's more as far tigers, as my right? understanding I think only Africa has actual lions <laughs> true <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's why that's why the lions look the way they do because it's a completely made up creature because they don't have them in china you know because i mean these costumes the, the dance culturally I, i'm sure it, it it dates pretty far back right probably yeah and so it dates maybe it dates far enough back where they're like yo we've never seen a lion before and so this is what we think a lion looks like from all the stories that we hear from the trade routes right like true know, yeah young ling bao came back he met with some africans and he said Oh yeah, man! I saw these crazy creatures from the from Africa, man. They are like dragons. Like the you do not want to fuck with these cats. They're like dragons, you know. But what? And then isn't a, isn't a tiger it roars like a dragon? It roars. It roars like a dragon. You know what I mean? But why did they just totally ignore the tiger? I mean, isn't the tiger actually more vicious and ferocious than a lion? Well, if you look at the two cats, wouldn't a lion look scarier because the mane? The mane. The mane. The, it's like it's like when you when you look at a man, you know, it, like between you yeah. and me, I feel like you look more aggressive than me because you got the mane. You got you got the beard. The beard. But I don't know the I'm tiger like, stripes though. The tiger stripes to me, that's that's what's really scary about a tiger. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, but but maybe there's more stoicism in a lion because they don't hide yeah. behind you know stripes and grass tall grass they're just there you know they're, they're, they they present themselves True. and, and i guess like, it does make them a little more bulky with like the mane just all around yeah face. yeah i don't know i don't know i'm just bullshitting but maybe yeah i think it's just a made-up version very, of yeah, the very lion interesting. i never even thought about that stuff until we started talking about it right now it's like why is it a lion you know <laughs> i don't know yeah Where'd there's no cultural from? there's no cultural context to the actual animal in chinese yeah at least nothing that culture. we know about we never questioned yeah. it growing up yeah if, if whoever's listening if you, if you do know if whoever's listening if you do know let us know because yeah. yeah, i comment would below, actually uh, just like to educate know. us and everyone else who also doesn't know i don't yeah, know yeah because we're gonna be bullshitting a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> um but yeah, why are we talking about lions? Oh, because we I did just, uh, lion dancing. Or, yeah, lion, lion dancing. dancing yep. Interestingly enough, we also did dragon dancing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you probably um, did more of it than I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did, did a little dancing. bit of it. It's a lot of teamwork because yeah, yeah, you have to like move in synchronization 
after the person in front of you. And yes. Yeah, it kind of goes in this pattern, this this wavy pattern. And, yeah, it's uh, like doing the wave, but with a gigantic uh, paper mache <laughs> uh, dragon costume yeah. on sticks. You're holding sticks yeah. and you're just moving. And so as the viewer, you're supposed to be looking at the paper mache thing, not the people holding the sticks. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like but the people we, holding the sticks are in plain view. Yeah, like whenever we would do um, like the, the yearly um, martial arts tournament, you know, we'd have like the little like, uh, was it like the intro, like the uh, the performance introduction to the whole event, and we, you know, the uh, dragon dancers would be on stage, and everyone has to wear black, and that's when it makes more sense because you don't. Yeah. Actually oh, see and the also we dancers. the the dra- like the the team that we were we call it our kung fu school because it was a kung fu school that does the lion dancing and dragon dancing, and, and culturally that's usually who does it. It's it's these kung fu schools that you know kind of split their time between doing these dances and martial arts. Um, and the school that we were with, they got a dragon costume that was uh, glow in the dark. No, it's not glow in the dark. That's false. It, it, it's uh, it's uh, the paint is like reactive what? to black light. Black what light. is that called? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Fluorescent? No, wait. Fluorescent. Neon? No, I don't know. There's a I word for that, right? There's a yeah. word for paint that like whenever reacts you have to black light. You know, black light, you know, over a certain type of paint, it like glows in the dark. Yes. More. Whatever that word is. Yeah. Effervescent. I don't know. <laughs> Reminiscent. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it, it does that. And so because of that particular effect, we would all wear black clothes, black uh, shirts, black everything. And so then that way we won't pop up in the presentation of the performance. And all you would see is just the dragon floating, which is pretty fucking badass in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's actually looking back, I think it was, it was my favorite thing that I've done in that hobby. Yeah, that we did. You yeah, know, for like me, it martial was, arts, uh, and line dancing, and dragon dancing. Line dancing, because uh, me, uh, me and my partner, my line dance partner, and John, uh, we actually did like the the pot How cute you and your partner, John. Yeah, no, I just <laughs> thought about that as it came out of my mouth. I'm like that didn't sound right. But my line dance partner, John, uh, we did uh, like the pot jumping, and we would grab the lettuce and stuff. At the end, yeah, it's been a yeah. long time. I don't even remember the terms and whatnot. Uh, was, that was you know, really I'm je- I'm jealous of you for having done that because I have a, a severe fear of heights. I did and too, I, and honestly, I, I hated couldn't do doing it. it. I hated you doing hated. it. It, would, it, would, <laughs> it was what would stress me out the most during that time of the year. Actually, yeah, before it, that, because we'd have to practice, you know, months before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was stressful. Ch- Chinese Chinese New Year was a very stressful time because. Uh, because we were part of this team, this performance team, uh, we every Chinese New Year was the season where, like Carrie and I, and then basically all our friends that were a part of this, and in fact, like there was like this was like equivalent to our church group. Like we were close to these people mm-hmm. as if they were our church group. We would spend every weekend together, like f- during yeah. our martial arts classes, and also during these performance team classes where we just. Uh, practice our performances together and then and then during this season this Chinese New Year season our school would be hired by galas I mean it would range from galas to yeah, grand openings stores, to grocery openings, uh, Chinese yeah. grocery stores wanting you know performances so like we we went from mom and pop uh, restaurants to like these fancy banquets at these like art museums and stuff it was really cool it's like a really we got this we saw a lot I, th- yeah. I felt like I grew a lot and got to uh, absorb so much life at that time, um, mm-hmm. just through that. 
And, but yeah, we would practice every weekend. And then during the season, we would go like in one week, in the, the busiest two weeks of Chinese New Year. Yep. Like it was like every day, every day would be a performance. And mm-hmm. sometimes we even pull ourselves out of school just to do the performances, you know, while like our friends at school would be like, oh, I'm going to pull myself or my parents are pulling me, me out of school so that we can just hang out for Chinese New Year. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting pulled out of school because I got to do this shit that I got I, I to gotta go. <laughs> I got to go perform and, and do all these like I'm, I, I'm stressed, man. This is not a time to relax. It you get to relax with your family and eat a lot of food. I am stressing out. I'm not eating the good food. I'm eating like. We're eating Cece's pizza and, and like like Panda Express every meal. Yeah, like uh, we just go to like the oh, yeah, get nearest yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it, it was stressful too because it wasn't team. just performing too. We also had to set up and break everything down. Yes, so, yes, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of setup. It was tiring. It was so tired, and, and then it was cold. Yeah, remember how cold it gets, especially in Texas, right? Because this is all in Texas, mind you. So Texas, February, it's sometimes it's like literally freezing. It's, like the, coldest, it's the coldest month of the year for us, I think. Yeah, it might not be the coldest, but at least like the ground and everything got to uh, cool down from you know December, January. So by the time it gets to February, you know, like the the ground, like the dirt, I don't know, concrete or whatever, is cooler. So mm. that's why it feels colder in February, I think. And that is some science right there. I, yeah, I, think, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's pretty I, I true. I'm bullshitting I, it, but you know, that sounds, sounds about, about right. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah, but like the, what we would wear would also be like the thinnest like garments. Cause it's, it's like, the, you know, we are wearing our quote unquote Kung Fu pants, which are basically like pajamas, you know, like they're like these really baggy, like, so you can move a lot. Like you can yeah. Very moving mobile. every which way, very mobile clothing, but they're kind of like the the Wong Fei Hung clothing, you know, like they're the, uh, you know, like when Bruce Lee is fighting, you know, in his, when he's fighting shirtless, but he's wearing the black pants, th- those are the pants we would wear. And they were like very, very thin material. And so yeah. when the winter wind blows at you, it like literally your balls shrink up <laughs> and like, like, it goes up to your heart, you know? Like, but, like, most oh, of us, oh, but most of us were wearing the, uh, the line dance pants, which... Which is yes, really and, warm. <laughs> and I, I always felt like, because you and I were part of the line dancing team, I always felt like, yes, thank you. Thank you for letting me be on the line dancing team. Yeah. And then yeah, you put so on I the line. You put on the line, warmer. you have an extra layer. And then yeah, especially yeah, if you're yeah. the head, you have like the paper mache shield. Yes, exactly. Wind. It felt so good. Like it, it was actually the be- like the best like relieving moment in terms of like your body temperature was being in the lion dancing yeah. moment and you're just like you're like oh, maybe build up a sweat so i can battle this yeah. this, this winter cold and then, and then by the time you're finished you're just drenched in sweat basically and you yes. got like yes you got like uh like a belly full of uh those red packets um, yeah 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 that that, that was, was that's that so was fun. fun very uh yeah, very nostalgic Every, I have very, not very thought about these experiences until now. Ever since me too. I, I'm <laughs> walking down memory lane right now. I'm like, this is uh, this is cool. It's uh, yeah. we, we. I actually I forgot that we share this experience too because like the only times mm-hmm. I ever talk about this, like I, I'll tell Tiff about it, you know, or I'll mm-hmm. tell my friends that I meet now, and they're like, oh, like oh yeah, I used to do this thing, and I'm explaining it the way I'm explaining it right now, but. Only in the context of just me personally, you know, I don't, I, but now talking to you about it, I'm like, yeah, we, we share this bond and this experience together of having done this. Yeah. Even and, though uh, we're like five years apart and I felt like our experiences were a little different because, yeah. you know, whenever we were part you of the were, younger kids, yeah, when you was, were in the height of it, you know, I was in the yeah. younger group and then, you know, you left for college and stuff, you moved out. And then that's when I was finally in like the teenage group. 
uh, yeah, doing our thing. So it That's was true. We shared the same experience, but at different times. So we know yes. what we're talking about still when we mention it to each other. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. But yeah, yeah so fun. so it was a coincidence. Happy Chinese New yeah, Year. Happy, happy Lunar New Year. <laughs> oh yeah, Happy Lunar New Year. Yeah, but yes. it's such a coincidence that we actually are shooting our first episode on the New Year's because uh, we didn't really plan this at all. Honestly, I forgot that it was going to be Chinese New Year's until yeah, me too. I I, like I never this week. know when ha- uh, Chinese uh, uh, Lunar New Year. I never know when that happens because I don't know. I just I don't I I, I kind of just like once. Christmas is over and New Year's is over, like American New Year's is over or Western New Year's is over, Occidental New Year's is over. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm like, I'm, I, I don't think of holidays anymore. I don't think yeah. of like, you know, oh, well, what, what's well, the next there's, one? Uh, I, there's Valentine's, you know, you got to make the, the wife yeah, happy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I think about that because I think to me in, in the immediate is that's way more important than celebrating Chinese New Year. Lunar New Year. Season. Yeah. Yeah. So and, yeah, it was uh, actually, it, this wasn't planned at all that we did it today. Uh, it just so happened to fall on this day. And, and honestly, I think Chinese New Year usually falls in February. I don't know how the lunar calendar works. Yeah, it's, it's usually it's in February. Early yeah, yeah. Like last year, I think it was on the 1st of February. Because I remember when Lun- uh, Luna, Luca <laughs> was born. Actually, if, if, for those of you who don't know, my son's name was going to be Luna if he was a girl, which we didn't know if he was a girl. Oh, or a I didn't boy. even know that. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. So we had two names, Luca and Luna that were, were our like go-tos, but for, you know, each uh, respective gender. And so then if, if he was a girl, then it was Luna. And if he was a boy, then Luca. And so, (laughs) which is funny because Luna means uh, moon in Spanish. Yeah. Which is lunar new year. So (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of cultural things that we liked about the name Luna. We're actually rooting for a girl so we can go with the name Luna because we're like, oh, yeah, like in Spanish, it means the moon. And then Chinese culture, we love the moon as well. And so, uh, yeah, we just, we love that name. But then he ended up being a boy, so we chose Luca instead. And, um, and oh, yeah, my point of bringing up Luca, though, was the fact that he was born one day before February. So, he was born on the last day of January, which happens to be the day right before Chinese New Year. Which means not only was he not born in February, which he was supposed to be, he wasn't born as a tiger, which he was supposed to be. And we're, oh, we're now yeah. Yeah, I forget he's about that. The tiger. Yeah. So he was he was he's an ox. So I was like, dang, he went from being like one of the cooler animals to being the most stubborn animal. Yeah, definitely the most the... stubborn animal because <laughs> yeah. I feel like we <laughs> At least know that's what they It's true. It's true because Diana, my wife, she's an ox and she's very yeah. stubborn. And mm. uh, and uh, our cousin, yeah, she's also very stubborn. She's super cool, but she's always been a stubborn. Uh, yeah, it's not. Girl it's not a knock up. on anyone that's an ox. It's yeah, just that, she's very strong, like, very strong and independent. It's literally in the, uh, what do you call it? The horoscope, the horoscope right? It's literally yeah, in the, the description of these animals in the Zodiac. Like, it's li- they literally say stubborn ox. You know, I'm like, yeah. well, I'm not I'm making this up. You know, I'm like, I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings. But but it literally say says right the, there in the, the fine print. The two oxes I know throughout my life, they're pretty stubborn, very strong, yeah. smart people. And I would say Luke is probably going to be stubborn too. He, Yeah, he, he's, like he's, 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 he's as a baby. Yes, he shows lots of signs of being like, like I want it my way, and I'm not going to see your way at all. <laughs> yeah, but time will tell. But um, 
Time would tell. Yeah. But yeah, happy Chinese New Year. Yeah. And, um, you know, on that note, uh, also today, I guess, is rather tragic. Uh, I guess it's tragic because it's also because of where I am in the world. So I'm in uh, California. I'm in SoCal. And in the Los Angeles area, there is a, uh, what do you call it? A, a suburb called Monterey Park in the San Gabriel Valley. And the locals here call it the 626. And um, that's, that's the area code, by the way, if you didn't know. Uh, and in Monterey Park last night on the eve of Chinese New Year, there was a, a mass shooting. I think, I believe two different locations. Both oh, of them are dance locations. Yeah, the the, oh, wow. the 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 shooter went from one dance studio to another dance studio. He was, so actually, it was Monterey Park, and then he drove a couple miles north to Alhambra, uh, mm. both of which I, I lived in. I lived in Monterey Park for about uh, I think I lived in Monterey Park for three years, and then no, no, no two years and then i lived in alhambra for like six years you know what i so did this, this, i did see something about the alhambra thing but i i don't know yeah yeah i think it's still really fresh so i don't know too much and i don't think the news is revealing too much just yet so by the time this video comes out I'm, maybe there's so much more about it that um that whatever we're saying is possibly yeah. wrong or just not up to date anymore but as of right now uh yeah, it, it, it involves M Monterey Park police and Alhambra police, and it's a lone gunman with a what they call a semi-automatic weapon, and they called it a, a very long weapon. <laughs> and um, I heard and it so was a handgun. I really? Don't know. Okay, I don't so know. We're we'll, getting... we'll find out more. I, I really don't know. I yeah. Okay. This is all really yeah, I, I don't know either. I don't yeah. know either. I have to read but more into I, it. I skimmed the first article I could find on it, which was a good you know, 10 minute read. So there was a, yeah. a lot of information. I, I, I think they caught the guy now, either that, or there's like a standoff in Torrance, California with some white van this is the latest thing. Wow. I Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. Wow. Really so this sure. is, this is live. You're looking it up right now. Yes. Yeah. I have it pulled Look up. Look that shit up, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, they said it was, um, so the suspect is an older Asian male. Um, the, Chamber of Commerce, Chinese Chamber of Commerce of Monterey Park, Chester. Wait, wait, Chong. wait. What kind of mail? I kind of, I, I was thinking about Asian. Torrance and all the awesome uh, sushi over there. Wait, what oh. happened? <laughs> so it, it is an older Asian male who uh, committed okay. this heinous crime. Um, the community leader, the Chinese Chamber of Commerce uh, community leader Chester Chong, said to believe that it came from a domestic dispute, maybe out of jealousy between husband and wife. I could be wrong. Oh, That's great. what I'm reading so far. Um, okay. But it, it's weird that great, he. It's but, weird that he went from one dance studio and then just went to another dance studio. Maybe, maybe there's a lot of people dancing. involved in it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, look. Okay, with that that piece of information you just said, it makes it less likely that it's a hate crime. Yes, and yeah. I think that was one thing that I didn't want to see on on the eve of Chinese New Year was headlines: Chinese New Year, hate crime, mass shooting, and I, yeah, I don't know. It's just like. This whole Asian hate thing, like yeah, like, which coincidentally you did do one episode of a podcast a couple years back during the height of the uh, stop Asian hate thing. So yes, I, I have actually tried making two other podcasts before. This is being my third, and the first one was a, a movie oriented uh, podcast, and then the second one 
uh, was called Tornado Kick, and it was it was at the height of the Asian hate stuff. So like me and my friends wanted to like commentate on it. We did one episode, and then I don't know, like we just kind of like lost touch as a group. We were just like kind of like oh we're too busy with this too busy with that and we just never followed up with another episode and we just it's just like a one episode wonder so with that said i promise you this this podcast will be not a one episode wonder we will definitely do more episodes um but uh, yeah carrying that same energy from then to now i actually didn't I, i actually wanted to make a podcast about positive things um but as we're recording our first episode the night before this this yeah this crazy shooting happens and now i'm like i feel, yeah i feel like i'm thrown right back into that headspace i was when we did that episode with the previous podcast about yeah. um at that time it was the Atlanta spa shootings yeah and i think i think ultimately that was ruled a uh what do you call it a hate crime a, a hate yep. crime yeah, yeah. and so um and this yeah, one it's, it's appear to be this one just looks like a psycho who I don't know. From what I'm reading, it looks like a domestic dispute between him and his wife. And I don't know why he went to a nut. Well, I think they're still trying to see if that other one in Alhambra is connected. I don't know. We'll find okay. out. But yeah, I just, yeah, yeah I'm just now Tiff seeing the tell- Alhambra thing. Yeah. Tiff, my wife, she was telling me that, uh, that it was strange that this guy was targeting dance studios. And then yeah. um, at each of the dance studio, I think the owner was killed. Oh, so, so he's going after the owners of the dance studios. Maybe his so wife then I was, is really into dancing, and she she had an affair. These. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? But or I he thought think, she had an affair. Maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he uh, killed anyone in Alhambra, though. It looked like the um, people oh, at the yes, dance studio I, were able to rus- wrestle the gun away, and then he just I did took read off. that. I did read that. Yes, yes, you're you are correct about that. Yeah, I did read that. Is there a picture of this guy? Did they identify yeah, him? Yeah, if you look it up, it's it's like an old Asian guy. Like you just would never suspect this guy doing anything like this. Monterey Park shooter. Yeah, they released some uh, photos. He just uh, looks like an old Asian grandpa that's like crossing the street or something. How old is he? I had, I can't even find a picture um, of him yet. How are you so good at I, looking things up, Jamie? Honestly, you know find- what? While we're recording, it feels a lot more pressure to find stuff. Before right. before we hopped on, I like I was looking up this stuff and it was so easy to find, but now that we're recording, it's it feels like I don't know, like I'm like shaking and stuff. Really? Yeah. I That's found uh, let's see. I found Is he wearing a beanie? Cool. Yeah, yeah, like a toboggan type thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, I found it now. Okay. Yeah. It's on uh Fox 11 Los Angeles. That's the article that I pulled it up from. Oh man, uh, ads are playing. Ah, oh, hurt my ears. Oh uh, yeah, okay. I, hate that. I see. Okay, so this guy is definitely older. Yeah, <laughs> the 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 reporter that I read, they were like, oh, as a as an Asian male, uh, age ranging from thirty years of age to fifty years of age. This guy looks like he could be sixty or seventy. Yeah, he looks like he's he could old. Be a grandpa, yeah. I would not think thirty does not come to mind. The moment I, I like he, even his shoulder, like the way his body gesture is, it's like it's like old. yeah, like he just looks yeah, old. like he's started, he's kind of getting decrepit or something. Yeah, he's up but, there. I don't know. He, like, he looks, looks older really, than our yeah. dad, but it's hard to tell because he's wearing uh, like a toboggan. He's got glasses. Um, I don't. I can't tell. Maybe he's got a mask, like you know, like those face masks, but you know, just like tucked underneath his chin. So 
it's kind of limited to see him fully and it looks like he's wearing winter wear i'm guessing this picture is from the incident yeah i think so i think it's uh, whatever czv cameras caught whatever yeah it's funny this this person said i knew he was white or asian because if he was brown muslim or black it would have been released within 10 minutes asians is trending monterey park is trending wow that's crazy yeah somebody was saying like um you know this stuff is happening now but in a few hours and like the nfl playoff games are going to be trending and then no one's going to care about this anymore but true i don't think so this is a pretty big this is a very big deal contextually uh or historically like asian things like this happening it's like side news you know it's Mm -hmm. not like the main media stuff they don't report this stuff like it's like big you know they don't they don't uh it's like, I guess they don't care, right? They don't really care about it. And like with the Atlanta spa shootings, that actually became a thing. And that was mm-hmm. really cool to see, I, th- I think, uh, at that time in terms of the coverage. It was cool to, cool to see the outpouring of grief and, and, and I guess, care and nurture and love, I think, for the community. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how this plays out. Yeah, because everyone uh, probably was suspecting that it was you know, like a, a hate crime. Um, but now it's revealed. Dude, that it was if you're Asian, I, I, Asian, I, like Asian that, crime. I actually was very surprised to hear that it was a, a, an Asian on Asian thing on Chinese New Year. I was just like, what? You know? Yeah, it, like, it's, it's really weird. This story is really weird. It's like, it's so happened to happen on, well, I guess Chinese New Year's Eve or Lunar New Year's Eve. But yeah, it's just a big coincidence, I guess. I don't know. It, it's kind of fishy. So yeah, so there's a lot of information that is still coming out about this because it literally just happened last night. But, you know, condolences to the families that were affected, condolences to, you know, it's just, it's a very tragic thing to wake up to, especially, you know, Chinese New Year being such a happy thing. You know, it's it's such a festive thing. Like I know like yesterday, uh, you know, we didn't go to it, but Tiff and I thought about going to Monterey Park for some of the festivities. Or you know, they they had you know they blocked usually they bark blocked down uh, uh, Garvey Garvey Ave. Oh, that's where like, it happened. Actually, yeah. 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 You know it's what's right. actually crazy? Yeah, condolences to the families uh, of the victims and you know the victims themselves. But what I, I read this crazy thing on Twitter, it was like because um, today is January twenty second, one twenty two. And the address of the place that it happened was also like 122 Garvey Avenue or whatever. Wow. Yeah. This is weird. But um, uh, that's why that's why you're on this podcast. That, that's what's <laughs> conspiracy. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's so on brand. That's so on brand. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Well, we'll find out, I guess. I don't really know. I, I can't. The last time there was an Asian mass shooting in America, at least, that I can remember was Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech with that uh, the Korean guy. Who was like always bullied and stuff, and I guess he just, you know, he uh, went off the rails. But this one is different because he's an older guy. You know, you yeah. usually expect this kind of behavior coming from someone younger. I think there was a shooting recently too at a church at a Taiwanese church, a Chinese guy and Taiwanese people. But I think that was a politically motivated one. That Did was, you hear about that one? Yeah, I think that had to do with. It was like a. I think the issue was between like Taiwan and China. Yeah, it's a politically motivated thing. Yeah, not, but that not one didn't get much coverage, racially though. motivated thing, huh? That one didn't get as much coverage. No, like, I, I heard I about it briefly, and then I don't know. Like the next day, I felt like it was. Yeah, because you know why? 
You know why? Because America doesn't care about China Taiwan politics. <laughs> like they don't, they they just don't care. You know, the only reason why they would care about China Taiwan politics is if U.S. goes to war with China, which I really over hope that Taiwan. Happen. Yeah, I don't that, want that to happen. That'd be terrible. Yes, but but from a from a uh, like a social level, mm-hmm. I I don't I don't even know if I understand the the beef between China and Taiwan at a level where I'm like I could like debate it. You know, like I don't know enough and I don't know if I'm ever gonna really read into it. You know, I know that the context of like Mao China, right? The Maoist mm-hmm. China and like yeah uh Chiang Kai shek yeah, leaving yeah. leaving uh, China to start his own thing because he was like, I'm not part of this communist stuff. So he started Taiwan basically. He founded Taiwan. Yeah, and but so he then- founded Taiwan, but they still kept like the name Republic of China or something like that. So I yeah, think I think yeah. China now is like, oh well, I don't know. I could be totally wrong, but I feel like China is just like, oh, you still have the name China in it, so you know it's ours. Now I feel yeah, like, that's so weird. China is so yeah. weird about that. Like, just leave them alone. Like, they wanted their own thing. They have their own thing. If anything, they with less land and lesser people and lesser resources, they're able to perform at a very high level in terms of like economical status amongst the world you know like i know like us like in terms of like the the chips you know like military grade chips and and whatever like technical achievements that come out of taiwan i mean like there are they're like next level and i think Mm -hmm. uh you know i bring up the whole like us getting into war with china over taiwan because from what i understand is that us has uh has a need for Taiwan. Like they need Taiwan to produce these types of chips because that's where they get them from. You know, yeah. they, they import them from Taiwan. And so if China takes over or does any sort of thing to like mess with Taiwan, that messes with uh, US's access to these chips. And so um, that's where I think, uh, you know, I'm like, dude, we're going to go to war if, if uh, China keeps like, you know, muscling their, their missile, their, their, their airborne flying military crafts. Mm. They're, they're just flying over Taiwan trying to like, yeah, they're you know, doing show like, their these, muscle. like uh, they're flexing. These like Air Force like military exercises where it's yeah, yeah, they're just right over ta- Taiwan. They're taunting, they're taunting yeah. Taiwan. In the same way that like North Korea did to Japan, Japan. Like, they they just kept flying stuff over Japan, like it's kind of like woo! waving, just like waving their dick around, basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What are you gonna do about this? What are you gonna do about yeah. this? And then you over here, America is just kind of like, you know, like what, what do we do? You know? Yeah, and, I uh, hope it doesn't go yeah, to war. I I really hope we're finding another solution to find another place to get all these chips made. I know that takes a long time to figure out, like the logistics and. Yeah, but having I, the equipment, think, technology, and even like the uh, like the workforce to have the knowledge yeah. to do it too. That's I, I think what they're trying to do is build these uh, these uh, facilities in the U.S. now, uh, where they're trying to replicate the mm. same facilities that are in Taiwan, so that U.S. can make their own chips. I would say that would be that, ideal. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how much more money that takes and all those logistics, but that would be the right move to go towards at least. I think too much global dependence. Uh, yeah, it, it ends up everyone holding hostage against each other over something else, you know? Yeah, it's like we're, we're getting, we're getting uh, involved with these, with these like beef, beefs around the world because we, we have our, our hands in other people's pockets the whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, 
it's like, oh, it's kind of messy, guys. Yeah, and like <laughs> the other messy. thing is like literally everything is made in China, too. So it's like, well, what happens if we do go to war with China? Like this stuff not get made anymore? Like, I don't know. You know, it's, it's crazy to think about how like literally you can pick up. Uh, I don't know. You can pick up almost anything. And it'll probably say made in China. You know, true. So it's just, you know, but Buzz Lightyear was made in Taiwan, though. I just want to put that in there. Was out there. Yeah. <laughs> in the scene where he he uh, realizes he's a toy for the first oh, time. In the very first in Toy movie? Story. OK, that's funny. I think he, it's made in Taiwan. Am I, am I tripping? I think it's made in Taiwan. Uh, I don't know. You would. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. See, like I have this little nightlight right here made in China. Yep. Yes. Made, he's made it. Buzz Lightyear is made in Taiwan. Mm. Mm hmm. That's why China wants him. Or Do you think if, if, if they want the secrets if, of Bud Light, Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> right, right. If 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 Toy Story was made today, do you think they would say made in China now? Probably, I would say so. Yeah, because Hollywood loves China now. Yeah, they do. Because like China will cancel certain movies in China if they don't mm -hmm. approve of it. Yeah, like I know uh, China's very like anti LGBT and. I forgot what movie it was, but I remember hearing in the news there was like a movie that was, you know, kind of promoting, uh, you know, LGBT stuff, and like China was like, nope, we're not showing it here. Something. Yeah, like they're that. they're anti a lot of stuff. They're yeah. they're anti free speech and they're anti they're anti Hong Kong, which is you know where our uh, where our parents our, are from. Our parents are from, and uh, yeah. Like, I think that's one of the saddest things that's happening. So I, I, I guess like I bring this all up because I'm like, you know, if 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 China ever makes a move on Taiwan, I I feel for that because in the same way I feel for Hong Kong because mm -hmm. I absolutely love Hong Kong culture. I'm I'm very proud of our heritage in terms of what Hong Kong is, which is if you ever go to Hong Kong or if you ever go to a Hong Kong cafe, you know, like like if you ever go to a restaurant that is like specifically hong kong style food it's very different from you know chinese food it's it's got its own thing and uh i love that about hong kong i love this melting pot identity of hong kong um you know even the language cantonese it's like you know it's basically being phased out of china yeah so you know, like, for all yous that don't know so hong kong uh really became you say all yous all of it. I don't know. I don't know what I said. I'm a little nervous still. So okay, okay, sorry, I'll, okay I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll just let you do your thing. Sorry. But, so for all of you that don't know, uh, Hong Kong rose in prominence uh, because it was a pretty much colonized by the British uh, back in the 1800s. I think there was yeah. like the Opium Wars or the Boxer Rebellion. I don't know. There's like multiple names for it. So from my understanding, from what our parents told us, was that, uh, you know, the British, you know, they're colonizing the whole world back in the 1800s. That was their time. And um, I think China was also very weak, too. They were constantly being attacked by, you know, foreign invaders from all sorts of directions because of how big China is. And yeah. um, from what my understanding was, was that, you know, China had all the tea, you know, like, like the tea culture really came from China and they traded it out. It was a big <laughs> oh, part yeah, of the economy. They had, all, they had all the gossip. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I'm actually drinking... Uh, I'm drinking tea as well. I'm drinking tea, but I'm drinking uh, London Fog. Victorian London Fog. <laughs> oh, very nice. I'm drinking uh, my own blend. I blended uh, Chinese Kimon tea and uh, uh, Assam tea, Indian oh, tea. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. A little I, bit of need to, I need to no, no. diversify my, my tea blend. A little bit of honey. Oh, I see. That sounds good. But yeah, so I, anyway, 
I love exploring tea blends. Yeah. yeah. So um, oh, go ahead. So yeah. So China, they're a big part of their economy was trading tea, and uh, something about the British importing opium into China. And a lot of people in China were getting addicted to opium. It's just basically heroin, I guess. I don't know. I don't know much about that stuff. But uh, opium kind of was like a epidemic in China. People were getting hooked on it. People were just, you know, they had a drug problem, essentially. And China mm. was kind of rebelling against that. And, you know, it's like, well, we're giving you tea. You're giving us drugs. And there was like a whole war over it. And, you know, Chinese lost. The British won. And yeah, um, they, were getting, they were getting drugged up. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, and, whole time. And so basically, uh, you know, they had a, a treaty after the war where the British would take over the territory of what is modern day Hong Kong. And at the time, it was nothing but like a fishing village, I think. It was like nothing. Yeah. It was literally nothing. Um, Hong, the, the British had the vision, though. They yeah. were like, I, this can be something. Yeah. This land right here, this little fishing village, this is something. Yeah, and Hong we're Kong is build tiny. It. Like, geographically, it's tiny. It's surrounded by mountains. Uh, so you see today, it has like so many skyscrapers, like crazier than New York. Uh, super, yeah, I, I think super it's densely one, populated. Out of all the major cities I've ever been to, with like skyscrapers, obviously, I would say Hong Kong might be the most impressive I've ever seen. Yeah, when it comes the to most impressive. Yeah, skyscrapers it's just and stuff. So, 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 so dense. Yeah. And it's just like it looks like it looks like CG when you're there. Like, you know what I mean? Like ever like I mean, I get this from just you know, going to the LA downtown. You just like look at these massive buildings and like the the, the vertigo, you know, like there's a perspective looking Yeah, you're just like, "Whoa." And I'm like, "This looks fake, man. What is yeah. this?" you know, but like you go to Hong Kong, it's like, yeah. Ugh. And they were forced to build their city that way just because of like the geographical restrictions. You know, they're just surrounded by these mountain ranges water. and water, water and yeah, mountain. the harbor. Yeah. And um, yeah, so they had a treaty between Hong, uh, China and uh, Great Britain where um, Great Britain would own the territory of Hong Kong for 150 years. Uh, where I guess it was ruled by the queen or, you know, the monarchy, but at the same time, it was like independent, I think. I don't know the details of, you know, the politics of Hong Kong, Hong Kong and Great Britain. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a colony. Mm -hmm. So it, it basically, they have to adhere to British, like, common law, I think, right? Yeah, something like but that. But then they obviously, they're self-governing too. But, they, it's, it, but the self-governance was, was, was a, uh, a spinoff off of British stuff that's why like in hong kong like there's english is a little more prominent you know mm -hmm. for at least like, historically for, since the 1800s like they're a little more prominent uh with their english uh with their technology their you know their every the infrastructure is it's all thanks to the the white people of the world yeah, <laughs> yeah so yeah so china i mean not china sorry hong kong became a a, a global power in um like export and shipments and stuff, you know, because they're the, by the harbor. So, another they're part of like the four tigers. Uh, four, I forget the term. I learned it in school. It was like the four like trading tigers of Asia or something. It was like Hong Kong, Tokyo, Tokyo. Uh, Singapore, and I'm missing the last Beijing. one. No. Shanghai. I don't know. Let me look this. Look this up. Well, you bring up Singapore. Singapore is running circles around Hong Kong now. Ever since China, like so, so fast forward your little history lesson a little bit. Uh, while you look that up, Carrie, nineteen ninety seven. Oh, South Seoul. Yeah, I assume. Okay, so, so yeah. Seoul, Tokyo, Singapore, and Hong Kong. Four, no, wait, the wait, four wait, tigers sorry. of Asia. Wait, hold on. Actually, 
Tokyo is not in it. it. Okay, sorry. It's Hong Kong, what? Singapore, South Korea, and Taiwan. According to oh, Taiwan, of course, yeah, yeah, Taiwan. Taiwan yeah. Yes, according yes. to Wikipedia, the four Asian. How can we tigers. forget Taiwan? Yeah, we we're just talking about them. South Korea uh, being, I mean, is there a particular city though? I'm imagining it's just, Seoul. It just says it just says South Korea. And okay, so they're not looking at Taiwan. cities. Yeah, because okay, Hong Kong, Hong Kong is its a own city territory. and its own territory. Yeah, okay, got it. Okay, so yeah, and Singapore also. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, okay, you know what? With that said, though, since 1997, or actually not since 1997, but since those riots in Hong Kong happened, which was at the, what end of 2019, I think it was like right before COVID. It. Yeah, right before COVID. Ever since then, I feel like Hong Kong has just tanked. And I don't know if they're going to be considered one of the four tigers anymore. If that, with that said, yeah, you know, I think their the economy has, their economy is, is dying the way China's economy is. And if you don't know what hap- what's happening in China, China basically overinvested in uh, freaking real estate, but no one was actually developing the real well, estate. So what happened in China, which I am very limited in this. I, I just remember because dad talked about yeah it. i actually would love to bring dad on yeah and talk more about this because our dad's really uh invested in this type of stuff uh yeah, as he, well. he so really we, keeps I, up with chinese news but from my understanding yeah. it was like you know you know in um and here you know you would uh they would build like giant you know apartment complexes and then they would lease it out or if they're condos then they would sell it out but in china what they would do is they would take like a deposit first from people and then they would develop these uh, developments or I don't know, houses or I don't know what they build exactly. But so they took all these people's money in and then they just like never built these things and they floated the money scheme. elsewhere. They did a pyramid scheme out of real, a real estate contract. Yeah. And they, they just used the money to do buy more else. other stuff. I don't or, know. Yeah. And like it just never went would, back into the business itself. the cash into something else. And I don't know if it was done intentionally or if it was just mismanagement. And somebody screwed up. I have no idea. But that's a whole nation, though. The whole nation was yeah. under the notion of doing this. So it's like, how 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 does that happen? Maybe, Maybe I can just, understand like one or two yeah. entities of real estate brokers or agents are like, ah, oh, this is a good idea. You know, whatever yeah. the fuck they were thinking. The whole nation is in this now. You know, the yeah. whole nation people are without homes. They're paying for homes that they don't even live in, mm-hmm. and yet, and now that they own it or whatever. If they want to sell it, they can't sell they it for the same price. They have nothing, they have to, nothing sell. to sell. <laughs> exactly. So it's like they're kind of in a, a weird situation, and that that's only one facet as to why their their economy is tanking. There's a lot a lot of other facets, obviously. Um, but yeah, but going back to the Hong Kong thing, though. Yeah. So fast forward your your little history lesson. 1997 was the year that Hong Kong was given back to China, and China at that time promised Hong Kong, "Hey, we're going to give you 50 years." years. 50 years to re uh to re reintegrate back into chinese that's the word. like chinese china's yeah, law we're going to we're going to give you 50 years for you to unbritishize yourself get rid of whatever the queen taught you you know we're going to get you to be more chinese you know 50 years so that would and be obviously, to 2047 that would be the 2047 years. And with that said, too, in 1997, that was a huge. There was a huge wave of people leaving mm-hmm. Hong Kong. Like a lot of people fled. They're like, "Fuck that!" Yeah, they're we like, "We don't go. trust China. We're leaving now." <laughs> yeah, we want to go to a place where white people are in power. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people went to uh, like Australia was a big 
spot. Australia, uh, probably obviously England, England, Canada, yeah. Canada. Canada was huge too. Yeah, yeah that uh, Vancouver area. I hear there's a lot Vancouver. of Hong Kong, a lot of Cantonese, yeah, yeah, Cantonese people there, and then of course America. So, you know, so yeah, so I mean, like uh, so many people. Like people know what China is, you know, like at least Hong Kong people, like they know what China, they, what they can do as a government. And they're like, yeah, we don't want none of that. We like the freedom that we've had for, you know, I mean, these are people generationally, they, all they've known is Hong Kong, British Hong Kong, yeah. you know, they don't know China, Hong Kong. Because yeah, I think know? for a yeah. long time, they weren't even allowed to go to China, you know, so they were just stuck in their little city or, well, it's a big city, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, Hong Kong is a tiny dot. And they're just yeah. stuck there. A lot of people have never left Hong Kong. It's crazy. Like, you know, especially being in uh, from Texas, you know, it's so big here. You, know, you can drive to, you know, Houston, San Antonio, Austin, go all over the country, you know. But it, when you're in Hong Kong, like you're just in Hong Kong and you're going to need your passport to go anywhere else, basically. Right. And right. that's just crazy to think about. So all these people that know nothing except for Hong Kong, you know, once uh, China became back in power over Hong Kong. They just, a lot of them just left. And yeah, so now they're fast forwarding, they're, they're, they're speeding up this 50 years promise. Well, so what happened? To down to like 20 years. It was like 23 years, I think. That's what dad told told me. But so what happened was, and I might be butchering the story. It, it's kind of weird. It's a weird story. So I think, so 23 years, well, that's, that's 2020. Well, a couple of years before 2020, I remember there was this case where, I think a, a guy from Hong Kong and his wife, they were in Taiwan actually. And he, he like murdered her or something like that. And then, what? Uh, yeah, you didn't hear about the story? No. Hold on. Let me pull this up real quick. Uh, okay, Hong Jamie. Hong Kong <laughs> National Taiwan murder. This was kind of like the catalyst of um, China speeding up their rule over Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. They, uh, Yes. Okay. I, I think I, I yeah. think this kind of sparked Poon, the murder of Poon Hue Wing. Yeah. So she was a 20 year old pregnant woman from Hong Kong. She was murdered in Taipei in 2018, February uh, 17th, by her boyfriend Tony Chan Tong Kai. Uh, they were on vacation, and uh, and also okay, Chan. Okay, so he murdered his his uh, girlfriend or wife, whoever. And uh, so, he, you know, body obviously left in Taiwan. Uh, he mur murdered her in the hotel room. So when he came back to China, he actually admitted to Hong Kong authorities that he killed his girlfriend. You know, stole her belongings, left her body in the bushes, and then went back to Hong Kong like nothing happened. But then, you know, I guess the guilt got to wait, him. He, wait, he he admitted it? Why, did he, why would he admit? Uh, maybe it? the guilt got to him. I don't know. I'm just, okay. I'm literally reading so, off of Wikipedia oh, okay. right okay. now. Um, so... Yeah, he just like left her body in the bushes. I don't even know how he pulled that off. You know, the carrying a, hu a dead human body is probably really, really, really hard. Unless if you're like, you're just like this big, strong dude carrying like a really lightweight, you know, dead person. I mean, he, he's Chinese. He, he's he probably engineered a whole contraption just to get her. Yeah, body. like a whole pulley <laughs> system. I don't know. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah. So I think he. I think the guilt got to him. He admitted it to the Hong Kong police uh, that he murdered his girlfriend back in Taiwan. Um, and for whatever reason, they couldn't charge him with murder because it didn't happen in Hong Kong. And they could only sentence him on money laundering charges, uh, which I don't, they don't even mention. I don't know. I guess you got to read more into that, but they can only charge him on money laundering. 
and that they couldn't extradite him back to Hong Kong. Let's see. Chan could not be extradited to Hong Kong either since there is no extradition treaty between Hong Kong and Taiwan. So that it was kind of so left complete, at that. He, he got trapped in polit, a, a political like loophole, basically. Basically, yeah. So then that's when mainland China comes in. I think they decided to extradite him to mainland China to then charge him with murder. And while it was terrible that he murdered his girlfriend and should totally be serving the consequences of that, I think the people of Hong Kong they got triggered by it because it's like, wait a minute, like, you know, if if there's no treaty, he's not your citizen, he's our yeah, citizen, exactly. So if anything, Hong Kong, they felt like Hong Kong should be the ones, the Hong Kong government should be dealing with this, not mainland China. And because mainland China was like, oh, screw it, we're gonna extradite them and charge them ourselves, you know, people in Hong Kong were kind of like. It kind of raised the question. It's like, oh, if they can do this, what else are they going to do to impede? Yeah, if this, then what? Mm -hmm, exactly. So it's a weird case for all this to happen around. Because it's weird because it's like, it's almost kind of like, hey, we're trying to protect the murderer here. You know, you don't get to take our this murderer because we're going to, we want to punish the murderer and we feel like you're going to not do the right thing here. So give us the yeah, murderer. We're going to do the right thing. You know, But it's like, okay, it, it almost sounds like that, right? It almost sounds like, we want what's best for this murderer, <laughs> yeah. which is really weird to say out loud. Like, but so we're taking the murderer's rights in a sense. Yes, which is really weird. And, yeah. you know, like if you, you know, at, on the surface, it's like, why would you want to do that? Fuck that guy, right? He yeah. killed someone, fuck him. But at the same time, it's like, if this, then what? If this has the president for China to be able to just come in and just supersede and just be like, no, we're going to do it the Chinese way. You know, we don't care about the Hong Kong way, you know, then that's 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 chaos for for the hong kong people who are promised 50 years of mm -hmm. doing things their way as they slowly reintegrated back into chinese shit right and now china's just like coming in yeah exactly so that. that's what sparked and then, the, and then uh, it's the protest sparked those sparked protests, protests and riots in hong kong and then china, and china sends all these the military tanks and all the all the all the military outfits into china to like Basically, or like you know, they 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 didn't send it to China. They sent it to Shenzhen, I think. Yeah, honestly, am I, I, don't am know. I right? You know, okay, I I I I barely covered this on on JK News, and I I was really invested at the time. I I kind of forget exactly what they did, but I I do know I do know that uh yeah, there was a lot of protesting and rioting happening in Hong Kong, and a lot of the you know police officers they actually hired gangsters like the triads. To help fight against it, uh, citizens who are protesting, really, so, like that's how that's how out of hand it got. Where oh, I didn't even know the local Hong Kong police were like, "We can't fucking handle this, man." Uh, hey, where are you triheads at? We can work together. We have a common enemy here, <laughs> or you know, like whatever, you know, like yeah. right? I, mean, I don't even know. It's a common enemy. I think it's just like, hey, triads, you want to make some money? Here, here's an assignment for you. Let's work together for once. Yeah, know? and then coincidentally, you know. COVID happened and then all of that stuff just kind of washed out because everyone was, you know, had to Coincidentally? Quarantine. I don't know. At the time, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's so weird. Like, all of this stuff is happening. You know, everyone's supporting Hong Kong, uh, you know, for their own freedom and stuff. And, not the uh, NBA, though. I want to make NBA. that clear. Not, not the NBA. There's only one guy. Is it Dan? Uh, Dan Mori. Dan Mori, yeah. Yeah, he did. He lost he his job for it there. Yeah, and it's crazy yeah. because he was like the GM of Houston, the Houston Rockets, which their biggest star ever was Yao Ming. 
who was mm-hmm. a Chinese national. <laughs> so it's yeah, exactly. Kind of ironic that you know that's the team he was working for at the time. And uh, I, yeah, don't know, that's I don't know. Yeah, and I think uh, politics is weird. Yeah, yeah. I think another NBA player was it Ennis Cantor. I think he changed his last yeah. name to Freedom. That guy's yeah, weird. You know, hates- you know the the Turkish government has like a bounty on his head. So you can't go back to Turkey. Or yeah, else I don't know. There's he's like a dead, people, is he a dead man if he goes back to Turkey? Probably, yeah. There, there's people wow. that say that he's uh like maybe like CIA or I don't know. He's like up there working with I don't know, he's an agent of some sort. He's I, don't, I don't know if I believe that. I don't know. Is this is this part is this conspiracy theory right here? Uh yeah, I don't think it's that serious though, but people are just like this guy's yeah. kind of weird, you know, like he's just random Turkish NBA player that's like super political it, about everything. Yeah, especially about China. Yeah. Yeah. And LeBron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he yeah. really doesn't like LeBron. <laughs> yeah. A lot, a lot of people don't. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. true, true. But yeah, so that's, yeah. that's kind of weird that all that, the timing of all that. And um, you know, I know there's like debate, or I don't know, at least for me, there's a debate on the future of the Cantonese language because. Me personally, I think Cantonese will become a dying language, maybe not in our lifetimes. It might take a long time, but just with the way China's moving into Hong Kong and just by the uh, proportion of the population between Hong Kong and mainland China, it just it just seems like, you know, over time, you know, um, Mandarin just might take over Hong Kong. I think I don't know. I could. Be I wrong. think I think it's on its way there. I yeah. think everyone ha- everyone's incentivized to speak more Mandarin in Hong Kong. Like it, it yeah. just seems to be the way. You know, it's yeah, like, like even, it's like it's like in the programming, like the the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think all all sorts of like media outlets. Yeah, like you know, Chow, favoring Mandarin. Even Chow, the uh, Shaolin soccer guy and uh, Kung mm-hmm. Fu Hustle. You know, he started doing his movies in Mandarin after those two yeah. big ones. Yeah. I mean, it's just basically who's paying the bills, you know, yeah. like, you know, you, you got China coming in and like, you know, you don't have the support of British, British, uh, whatever, you know, or like, you know, or even like the, the, the big, the big power players in Hong Kong are now maybe just puppets to the bigger money that's in China. Yeah. Cause you know, you, you think know? about Stephen Chow, you think about, um, Jackie Chan, of course, you know, it, I don't know, I guess Hong Kong, Hollywood, I don't know what they called it. But you know, Jackie Chan's a legend in uh, Hong Kong, the Hong Kong film industry, and yeah. I don't know what he's doing now. But just ever since he was retired from his action movies, I just I don't know if there's any more like big movies coming out of. Hong he's Kong. not retired like, technically. He's still he's a producer, right? Making movies. Like, but he's, well, he's he's still in the movies. From, he's still oh, okay. He is okay. But he's just not doing the movies that he he's known for. Like he's not yeah. doing his own stunts. You know, it's not advertised that he's like, oh, I'm doing all my stunts still. You know, like he's making movies and he's yeah. still fighting in the movies. But yeah, I don't. I, I'm sure he's like he's gonna be like a, a, he's gonna be like a Mr. Miyagi, probably. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, he, I don't he technically know, is just, Mr. Miyagi yeah. in the he did the Karate Kid movie oh, with Jaden, yeah, you're right. Jaden Smith. Yeah, he was literally in that. Right, Jaden Smith. Yeah, Jaden Smith. Yeah. But yeah, so. Happy Chinese New Year, guys. <laughs> we love our Chinese culture. <laughs> yeah, we love Xi Jinping. You know, um, we love China. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, I, I did. I, we're, I think we're out of time. But I think we should wrap up soon. But one last thing. I, I, so when we came up with the name of this podcast, we, we thought, oh, Stay Oriented would be a really interesting name just because it's a double, you know. Entendre. Uh, 
entendre, okay. right? Like there's the, there's the, uh, you know, like, like instead of stay, staying woke, it's stay oriented because, you know, like, I don't know. There, I think for, for us, I feel like, you know, we're, we're kind of like, there's a lot of things happening in the world and it's like, you know, like you swing back and forth and every which way. And it's like, I don't know, but you know, like, it's like, I think the, the path to stay oriented, the path to orient yourself for, for a proper path is it's in the minutia, you know, you got, you got to dig for it and, and, and find it And it. It's, it's very hard. And I think it's, it's, you have to find it in the minutia of grace and dignity. Right. And I don't know. I, I love, I love, I love the name that we came up with for the podcast. I think there's like a, there's a, there's a very um, meaningful definition to it. You know, if I think about it, but also I like the fact that we're using a word that seems to be outlawed by Obama. Uh, yeah. The word oriental. I didn't know this, but is actually considered a racial slur. Yeah. I didn't know and that, but it makes sense though. I mean that that it's seen that way because you don't hear people say it except for like from old clips from like the 30s or something where they would call Oriental or Asian people Orientals. You don't hear that yeah. nowadays. Do, do you? So let me ask you this: Do you find the word Oriental offensive? Uh, from the face value, no. But so I you're, guess, you're speaking I guess, for all Asians here, okay? <laughs> I would say no, but. If someone's trying to offend you by calling you Oriental, then it's really out of like from the context. I would say, yeah, you know, I wouldn't I, let it bother I, I, me. You know, I I don't like, yeah, try, yeah. I don't. I try not to be bothered by things like that. You know, just because it's yeah. like, what's the point? Um, but I, agree. It, I guess I agree. I guess from a Hollywood perspective, it does sound kind of racist. You know, like you'd only hear you're calling that people things like it, that's the Oriental rug. You know, so then you're calling yeah. Oriental people like what you're calling it. Like you're, I guess you're comparing it to things. Yeah, I guess it's just, it's a word I've never really thought about. You know, um, it's almost never been used around me. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, so for me, I'm like I don't know how offensive it is. I don't know how offensive it actually is to me because it's never used in my towards me it's never been used in my vicinity even you know i mean like i just i read about it you know and i'm catching up on the fact that it's been turned into a racial slur yeah it took out the word oriental and all of congress like all the terminologies used to refer to asian people any sort of asian americans any sort of uh, federal documents obama outlawed the use of the word oriental to refer to asians yeah yeah i don't know i i just don't find it that offensive and yet i guess you know like i guess we shouldn't be using it uh Orient toll with the AL at the end. Uh, yeah. But um, which we did some reading. Yeah, I don't know. And it, it just means the East. Like geographically, it just means East. So I yes. think back then, or, you know. Oriental world and then there is uh, Occidental world, right? Occidental, yeah, Occidental literally in, in Latin, it, it's based, it's it's called West. Yeah. And Orient yeah. is like East or something or rising. I think rising and, 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 Descending, something like that. Something like that. But it's just funny. Like rising sun and... Because I think oh, before ahead. Asia was discovered by Westerners, I think they would call like people in from like the Turkish Empire Oriental or maybe the Arabs, you know? So yes, as yes. they kept moving more East, the definition of Oriental or like what they would be to describe Oriental people changed throughout history. Yeah, yeah. 
They're like, oh man, we thought those people were Oriental. These motherfuckers are Oriental. <laughs> so they, got hey, they look really different from us. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of funny when you think about it that way. It's like it just means East, you know. And it yeah, it, yeah, like, yeah. Kind of turn into like this negative connotation throughout all these years. And you know, when you think about it like that, it's like, oh, that's it's kind of silly. But I don't know. You know how you said that ori- the word Oriental, like. I guess, you know, if someone said it a certain way yeah. and it could be made offensive, right? Then I'm, I'm like, okay, so people took offense to the way Trump said uh, China, you know, like the way he says China. Yeah. And I'm like, so is is the word China going to be outlawed eventually? Like, is that is that word going to be considered a racial slur? Because people were getting weirded out by the word China. Like, why do you have to say China, you know? And I'm like, I actually, okay, I do. I admit this. I do feel weird when people say Chinese. Like the word Chinese bugs me sometimes when people say, oh, yeah, he's this Chinese guy. And I'm like, "Ooh, that just sounds sounds weird to me. It sounds offensive. I know, know? what you mean, because I think I think uh, it's kind of like that with the word Mexican, too. You know, you're just describing something as Mexican, but it's, it's been, Mexican. It's been and used it's like, in like well, these other contexts where it's like it just sounds racist over time. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like. Well, if, if that's the feeling I'm getting, am I just being a whiny bitch and saying like anything can can offend me, you know? And was that the case with the word oriental or is there an actual, you know, like, I don't know. I guess we're all kind of like sensitive like that, you know, like because we are that and which is what, what the re- we are the representation of what someone is describing. Like there is like a, a slight sensitivity to it, right? It's like mm-hmm. when you're at a stand-up show and you know you just happen to fall into the category in which what they're in which what they are making fun of the joke is at your expense yeah you don't like those jokes but if it's funny though i you know it's funny if it's not funny then it's like okay that's kind of offensive i feel like yeah i don't know i don't know i i I am sensitive like that though Uh, because like i won't say it much you know i'm like ah whatever i it's you know it's it's a joke uh you know, I shouldn't feel this way, but I can't help but feel that way. Like even like when say, I love Dave Chappelle. I, I absolutely love Dave Chappelle. Everything he says, most of everything he says, I'm like, yeah, there's some truth in that, you know? And, you know, mm-hmm. that perspective is very interesting. And, you know, I don't think like that, but, you know, I, I, I love how he's able to tie it together and he tries to humanize his humor, his humor, right? And I, one of the last ones he did, you know, I know he's in trouble with like the LGBTQ community a lot, right? With his with his humor. Uh, actually, I don't even know if it's, it's all that humorous anymore. Like now, yeah, he's just I went like, to his. I, yeah, every time he has a new special, or I went to his actual show in San Diego in December, and it just ends up being kind of like a like a lecture or like a. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's not even humorous anymore. It's just him trying to like cover for himself. I don't know. Yeah, he's, not so, as he's, he's in a weird to space me. too. He's in a weird space. Yeah, yeah. but. But yeah, and, and one of his more la- more recent ones, I, he brought up Chinese people. I can't, I can't, you know what? I can't remember the joke. So it's like the lone oh. joke on Chinese well, okay, people. So I rem- well, I don't know if this is the one you're talking about, but he was talking about how he was comparing um, people who are gender fluid or like transgendered. Yeah. Um, he was trying to compare them to people who are thinking they're transracial. It's like uh okay it's like i'm i'm black but today i feel chinese 
or something like that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. that's a joke. I he remember. Had he had the accent. Yeah. That's what it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Which I, I, thought, I remember I feeling. I thought it was hilarious. It is hilarious, <laughs> but I did, I, I did get my panties in the bunch. I, I, I did get a little like, oh man, I gotta bring out the accent, man. Like I, I felt it well, as much as I, I don't like, want to admit it. Yeah. I don't want to admit that I, I, I felt that. But being honest here, I felt it. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's funny. I, I didn't feel that because I just the way I saw it was like that joke wouldn't have hit the same if he didn't do the accent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But you know. Maybe maybe I'm 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 a I'm 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 too woke for this, you know. Maybe I'm just too sensitive. I don't know, whatever. But had it been an Asian guy making that same joke, I've been like, oh, that's fucking hilarious, you know. Love it, love it. But because he's not <laughs> Asian, you know, I I had a, a slight, you know, I, I grimaced at it a little bit, you know, like that my heart grimaced a little bit, you know, like my insides, like kind of like, Ugh. but obviously I'm like, you know, it's a joke, you know, take mm. it take it and you know he's, he's not he's not trying to hurt you he's trying to make a point you know and and i guess that's you know that's the, that's so, the context yeah. part too yeah that's the context it's important yeah but you know like i i feel for people who don't like like so going back to oriental you know like if people really found offensive to a word oriental i feel for them in the same way as much i, I feel for them as much as I don't understand it, I guess. Because like that word doesn't offend me. I don't feel anything. Yeah, but in the sense of I'm, like, yeah, that word has never been used towards me. I don't feel uh, anything yeah. towards that <laughs> word. I don't find it offensive, but yeah, I can understand what they're saying when they say that is offensive because when, you know, Dave Chappelle, the comedian I love so much makes a joke like that, I still feel a little bit, you know, then I'm like, I, I can tap into, I can tap into that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes so, sense. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, we can go on about this. And then I guess forever. I also wonder too. You know, if people, if white people in China, I don't know how they say guaylo in Mandarin, but in Cantonese, the word guaylo means uh, like white person. White basically. people. Yeah, yeah I think well, it means it, like it, ghost it means person. Every, yeah, it's referring to white people, but it literally translates to ghost person. Yeah, ghost yeah, I think, dude. I think because of their skin color. I don't know. I, I, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's I'm basically why. saying a white devil. You're, you're calling white people white devil yeah. to their faces, and it's actually. Uh, socially accepted over there yeah so So, i I wonder if you know if white people that do speak cantonese get offended by that term probably not yeah they 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 gotta be more woke over there man they gotta outlaw that shit (laughs) it's unacceptable (laughs) unacceptable (laughs) but yeah uh but yeah my wife is now bugging me about something that we need to discuss for luca's First birthday party, and she's at Target right now, and she needs me to go check nice. on something. Yeah, she's gonna. Go I wish something. I wish I could be there next week for his birthday party, which we were originally gonna go, but some stuff happened at our business, and we got to stay back and take care of the ship. Uh, if you guys liked what you heard during this first episode, uh, you know, chime in on your opinions on Chinese shit. I guess whatever Happy we talked New Year about to you guys as well. <laughs> Uh, and next time we're going to talk about some Mexican shit because <laughs> both me and my brother are both married to Mexican women and, uh, and they run a basically a Mexican restaurant slash nightclub. So, uh, I want to dive, dive into that because I, I think that's fucking weird and awesome at the same time. Yeah. We were like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Happy, uh, right. happy Lunar New Year's. Um, you know, we have our Instagram, um, and then of course this youtube channel then we're also going to put our stuff on rumble 
It's like kind of like the new platform that a lot of people are going to yeah, as well. Yeah, Rumble. So uh, we'll probably put it on as much stuff as we possibly can. But uh, you know, if you guys like what you heard, follow us, subscribe, whatever. And uh, yeah. Smash the like button. <laughs> Smash the subscribe. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, till next time. Stay oriented. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, peace. See ya.